guys, welcome to Cultivate and Keep Podcast. I'm Jeremy with my friend Corey, and this is where we talk about what we're learning, what we are studying in God's Word, and what is new with our businesses. And it's the year 2022, and it's February 10th, and it's our first episode of the year. We're back. We're back. This is this is Jeremy's start of the year. Just call me Pops from now on, Corey. Okay. <laughs> All right, Pops. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, it's my start of the year, officially. So, are you, so you're, you're back from... Your own Back in action, dude. Paternity leave, yes. essentially. Yeah. Yes, we had our baby, baby Jaden. He was born December thirtieth, ten fifty three p.m. After forty seven hours of labor, so. Dear Lord. He wiped me out for a month. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. Um, it was very long labor. Um, it was like over two days, and for sure the hardest thing we ever done. But he's all he's healthy, and it all worked out, and um, we had him. For the most part, as we as we planned, and um, yeah, it's been good. Uh, I took all of, uh, January off work, which was the plan. Um, well, not fully off work. I mean, I never am able to really fully do that, but I think I probably had like three days of zero work, and then mm. after like we got home from the hospital, I just started doing uh, you know just managing emails and stuff here and there. And then probably about two weeks into it, I started doing a little bit more. Um, but uh, February first, whatever, was when I like came back to like working so now most days are work days and i get about eight hours of working so really yeah just about past week Mm -hmm. wow just about impressive yeah interruptions and yesterday i took like an hour and a half lunch break and yeah you know spent time with connie and and Jaden and whatnot but yeah for the most part i've I've been getting good work days in and it's been really fun and good to be back and impressive good being a dad and figuring it all out so i told you you'd be out for a month yeah at least yeah, I think so. I'm actually surprised you're sort of back so soon. Well, it's nice. I mean, I work from home, so it's yeah. like, though even though I'm working, it's like I just, I'm like a door away, you know? And so it's true. It's good. Um, I, I haven't been to the warehouse since December. Well, I went today actually for that. So today is February 10th. I went today for the first time since December 5th. So mm-hmm. over two months, which is really awesome and crazy that I'm able to do that. So I'm super glad right. and um, things have been going well with our business and I've been able to be home and yeah, it's been amazing. So what are what's the top uh the top thing that's been surprising or different from how you expected and the top thing that you feel like you just nailed it right in the head exactly how as expected like what i thought would be yeah um i think okay, so the nights have been different than i thought so um hmm. i think i always envisioned we would do it together i'm not sure why i just kind of thought oh like me and connie would both be up throughout the night with him and whatever and it's, it's been pretty much all me and no connie which is just <laughs> kidding <laughs> no the first week it was both of us and after about like five or six days um we were like hey this is not really working because the reality is that night i can't do anything for him i mean because yeah. we, we don't feed him by the bottle we only do uh, breastfeeding and that's all he wants in the middle of the night and so at first like connie would feed him and then i would wake up and change him and then um we started doing that and we kind of realized like now we're both wiped out and we can't get anything done during the day and like what's the point of this so we kind of Basically, she handles the night, and I do more during the day, and that's kind of been our balance. So I didn't expect that. I thought that we would always do it together. So um, I can't say that I'm, like, upset about this change. I kind of <laughs> like it. But um, for the most part, he's been pretty good at night, dude. He's, he yeah. sleeps a good amount, and there's for sure hard nights. There's been some that have been really rough. But for the, for the most part, um, we're probably getting around six hours of sleep, I would say. Maybe a little more sometimes, but it's but it's, it's broken up sleep. Like, you sleep for two and a half, three hours, and yeah. he wakes up. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I wake up every time Connie feeds him and stuff, but I don't like actually get out of bed. So I fall back asleep and, um, kind of what we've been doing is in the mornings, um, around like six thirty-seven, he wakes up like when the sun comes up, it's kind of when he's like awake mm. and typically he's awake in the morning for like three or four hours. So what we've been doing is I'll take him 
with me like in my office for like three or four hours and so i don't get a lot done in the morning but i take him and i just kind of like hang out with him while she sleeps and then around 10 i kind of give him back to her and she you know handles him for most of the day start so. young show him how to write those emails <laughs> take those client calls yeah. handle notions exactly <laughs> so anyway i didn't expect that um and then i don't know i mean i'm not really sure what i feel like i'd nail right what i you know what that would be how i thought it would be um nothing everything went not according kind of yeah <laughs> but in like a good way like that's probably like a good way um changing diapers i'm really good at nice <laughs> and i thought i couldn't handle it but i've been told and i heard mm. that i guess the poop changes as they get older it's mm. like becomes like human poop so i probably won't be down with that but i'll have to figure it out and uh, but so far uh changing diapers actually has been kind of fun which is weird but like when you don't do anything for a month and you're like me where you like to get things done it's um it's like it's a like, challenge it's like, a, like an achievement it's like yeah. okay how many diapers can i change today like how fast can i get <laughs> like how many wipe can i can i use one wipe you know like i really oh try to gosh. like you know make it like a system and productive so anyway it's overall it's been really good um he's not you know he's, he's still a baby so he's not like um functioning he's not you know what i'm saying and so i'm really excited for him to start like smiling and talking like literally like today and like the last couple of days he's, he's finally been starting to like smile a little bit and like do some stuff with his face and so He's, you know, becoming more of like a human. So I'm excited for him to like, you know, mm. start moving around more and talking and all that. But it's crazy, man. It's been good. And it's crazy. <sighs> Jaden Taylor, right? Jaden Taylor, yeah. Jaden Taylor LeBond. Yeah. Wow. What a whirlwind. Now well, you're back. I'm back. So part of why we've been MIA in January, but we're back. Kind of funny. Uh, I was at a wedding this last weekend, and three people asked me about the podcast. Really? And I was like, "Oh, I forgot people listen to this." <laughs> <laughs> and like, people asked me, oh, "Like, when are you guys gonna do an episode?" And I was like, "Oh, I guess you're right. We need to get on it." So. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I don't know what it is. I think it's just like podcasts in general, but I've noticed that. Um, so, like, this podcast over the time that we took a break, we've just gotten like a really large number of downloads, which is really, <laughs> really random. Um, I couldn't tell you why, but like. We're in the territory of like the 600s now, and we've historically been per episode. Yeah, really. I know. I'm like wow. 600 people listen to this. Oh, okay. Uh, same thing with my other podcast, which I'm taking a break from, um, probably permanently. But everything is marketing. People go back and listen to old ones. Is that why? Or yeah, and I don't know. Just like new people find it and um, mm-hmm. share it, and yeah. And now, so again, my my other podcast, everything is marketing. Traditionally, it was like. Uh, like if I look at the first 30 day downloads, it's 232 and now like the average across all of them is like 450, 500. So So it like almost doubles. Yeah. It's very strange. Hmm. Maybe 2022. A lot of people are listening to more podcasts. I don't know. Hmm. No idea. But yeah, there's, you know, people still listen. Hmm. It's crazy. We're back though. Yeah, we are. More content for you. So today we want to talk about, uh, goals and plans for 2022. We usually have this cadence, right? It's like end of year, we have the year of mm-hmm. review, and then we have, of course, new year yeah. goals, plans. So here's our obligatory 2022 plans, goals, uh, forecasting for the year. Um, I like how you, how you broke it out between like personal and business. Um, you want to kind of like popcorn between each one of those and just kind of like uh, go down the line of each one and explain them. Like on personal, you mean? For yeah. me or both of us? Uh, yeah, we could like popcorn between them. Okay, personal first. Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, got a lot. I do I, have a lot. Yeah, I, was like, I wrote these all down like the last week of December. Actually, it was our last date night before um he came, so mm-hmm. we like sat down together and wrote down our 
like things we wanted to do. So, uh, we one thing we put down was doing maintaining a weekly date night starting February first. Also, all my, I should have just uh, prefaced all of my basically I lost January, so yeah. all my goals started <laughs> February. So, um, yes, maintaining a weekly date night. We, we we've always been really good about that, but I think. Uh, we've been worried, like when he comes, like how's that gonna look? And so, mm-hmm. so far, it's been fine. But he, it's kind of how he sleeps all the time. So, yeah, we've been going on dates once a week, and with last, him, yeah, and yeah. he just sleeps, and it's been fine. Um, but we, we'll see as it changes. And so, that that one matters because I think you know, six months from now, we'll probably need to get like a babysitter or something like mm-hmm. to you know help out. So that's yeah. what I mind. I also have that same that same goal: consistent nice. day night. Nice. I think I talked about it before, but we've uh, our week. Well, yeah, our weekdays especially are like so busy mm-hmm. and we have such a like consistent schedule of Monday nights, Monday has small group, uh, Thursdays is the mission, Wednesdays, uh, well, we haven't been going to home group recently, but sometimes we'll have mm-hmm. like Indiacra to San Diego or we'll do a date night that night, sometimes mm-hmm. Wednesdays. Tuesdays, we could do a date night, but also um, we're kind of like pooped already mm-hmm. from like the week starting yeah. and like you just kind of want to be home and we can do Fridays, but we've had so many weekend things mm-hmm. like back to back to back to back. Literally, I think since, since Christmas, every weekend we've had something or we've gone somewhere. So Fridays haven't really worked as a date night cause we're out with friends or we're traveling somewhere or there's something planned with the family or whatever it is. Um, so we need to figure that out whether it's like, I don't know. I need like a consistent, I don't need, it makes it easy for me if I just like have it in the schedule, Tonight, Yeah. like every single week, if I'm super consistent on it, if it's like, well, we can do it on Tuesday, Wednesday or Friday, then I'm just gonna, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard to maintain that yeah. way. For us, it has to be like a set night before we, um, then before we had that, we, we were very inconsistent cause it was like yeah. the week just kind of goes away, gets away from you. So we picked, we picked Thursdays and kind of always worked. Thursdays worked great for us too before we started doing the mission. That's true. I remember that. Yeah. So it was uh, Nick and Brittany and Ty and Thomas. Right. Like <laughs> yeah, everyone's on Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> yeah. We're all in sync. Yeah. I mean, that makes it easier because then it's not like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Yeah. And then you're like, well, it's date it's night. Like, no, yeah. Everyone has a different night that you're doing it on. And now, dude, the older we got, we have like our go-to restaurants, like our two mm-hmm. or three places we rotate. Yeah. So it's kind of like clockwork. Yeah, it makes it easy. So we need to figure that out. Mm-hmm. I don't. We don't have like a plan set, but that's definitely like we, we need to do that. We want to do that. And we need to figured out mm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna combine these next two um but one of them was we wanted to read like a marriage like parenting book together um and then also we wanted to finish reading the new testament so last year we failed whew, pretty miserably <laughs> it's kind of funny we uh i think it was in february or march we started like a new testament plan and Connie's like oh let's pick, pick like a 90, a 90 day plan and i was like no like i know us let's do like a like a six month plan like let's break it out even longer yeah and we couldn't even do that yeah. so we um, did not get very far. <laughs> so anyway, this so year, hard. finish it. So. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Um, I don't have any like reading goals, but um, one of the things I want to learn and kind of push myself outside my comfort zone this year is to learn how to cook some meals. I saw that. Um, okay. You said you want to learn to cook three dinner meals. Yeah. Walk me through what that means. Like okay. what, what can you currently cook? Uh, like basically nothing. I mean like eggs Nice. and I just learned sort of like the process for cooking pasta, but I haven't like done it myself yet. <laughs> it's not rocket science, but like literally I haven't done it. So if you don't, if Monique does not cook, you just don't eat or what do you do? Or you just, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I make something like really, really simple yeah, like myself. Cold, cold dishes. Yeah. Or I don't know. 
on like heat, heat up. Heat yeah, up. or I go buy something, go yeah. pick something up. Um, I don't know, don't know about you. I feel like you. I thought you knew how to cook. I really, I really want to know how to cook. I I love food a lot. I think actually what really pushed me to this idea is that you know we watch all these uh, shows and I see all these like amazing dishes. Mm. We're both kind of like foodies. We love and appreciate food, but a lot of things that you see aren't offered in like restaurants mm -hmm. around here. So you have to make them. Otherwise you're just never going to have them. Mm -hmm. Same thing with baking. Although baking is like a science. Mm -hmm. Cooking is more of an art. So anyways, I really want to learn how to cook. We sort of decided like, all right, Mondays are going to be your night to cook. I need to learn how to make three dishes, three healthy dishes. I've already decided I'm going to have one American, one Mexican, one Mediterranean. <laughs> um, and those will be like my go-to where if I need to cook another night for myself, then I can, and I, or I can go shopping for them or buy the ingredients for them. But also like, that'll be my night to cook for both of us and take some of the load off of. All right, I'm going to help you out. I think that this is a pretty, um, low ambitious, goal, ambitious goal, whatever you want to say. No, that's not so I'm, I'm going to help you out. I think by April 1st, you should have three meals you can cook. Oh, oh, I see. Putting like a deadline. Yeah. That's not a lot, dude. Three meals. Come on now. Yeah. No, I'm, sure. I'm trash and I can make three meals. <laughs> My chicken's a little dry normally. I kind of I tend to overcook it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm down with pastas. I can make rice. My favorite meal to make is like a stir fry, dude. Just like okay, yeah, like that's one of the things. Shrimp and like yeah. steak and a bunch of veggies and like uh, like rice is like my yeah. favorite. Yeah. Okay. By April first, three meals. Yeah. Three dinners. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you can I'll do type that in there. But um. Anyway, yeah. that's that's a cool. That's a good one. I like this that. year is for sure the year that I'm going to learn how to cook. And then from there, I can always branch out and, you know, start making some variations of mm -hmm. those meals and exactly. branch out to other stuff. But I need to have like three solid mm -hmm. ones that I might go to. Are you going like, to go to Pinterest? Are you going to ask someone or what's your... Um, do a little bit of research. We've already kind of planned out like this is what it should be. And I think we want it to be healthier meals. So like mm -hmm. I, I basically know like, okay, I need yeah. like one protein, uh, like one veggie and then one like other mm -hmm. side thing. And so it's not rocket science. You just mm -hmm. need to like... What do I want to eat? What do I want this to be? Yeah. Hmm. Good for you. What can I, I shop for locally? Ideally at Sprouts because it's yeah. right down the street. So yeah. good for you. Let's see here. Uh, I want to go to a new place for vacation this year. So a new place. Yes. Not necessarily out of the country, but somewhere just new and never been. Hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and comp combine the next one because I have more than you as well. Uh, I also want to take a uh, week long trip in an, an hour, uh, in our RV. Mm, yeah. Connie's family owns an RV. All the kids pitch in to like own it together. Basically, we've been paying for it for a year and a half. and have not used it one time. So <laughs> we used it once with the family, but we've never gone by ourselves. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. We were going to take like a 30-day road trip um, last year, but we never did it. Hmm. Maybe this year. Who knows? We, we wanted like, to kind of drive across the country, but yeah. we did. We started, we started doing the math on the gas, and it was like crazy expensive. It, yeah, that's a lot. Um, but like just to I forget we had we had one we're not like going straight we're gonna like go see a bunch of states and to get to like the east coast was like five grand alone it was crazy oh yeah it was super expensive <laughs> gas is expensive dude and that yeah. tank I forget how much is it fill up I mean it's a couple hundred dollars to fill that tank up so well yeah and, and the gas mileage is probably like horrible it's like ten like miles down yeah, yeah it's ridiculous so we were like eh, like I don't think I want to spend ten grand on a, like a road trip it seems like a lot so yeah plus you have to, you have the RV cams you got to pay for and mm -hmm. you're gonna do stuff and so. Yeah, I'd go hook it all up. You guys, yeah, you should do something in like California or Utah or uh, even like Arizona. I don't know. Keep it like somewhere not far. Yeah. 
but uh, I like the new place for vacation. We sort of, I don't know, I've noticed this as we get older. I'm like, I know, I know that we're getting older because we're getting like more and more set in our ways where we have our restaurants, we have our vacation spots, we have our, our go-to like hobbies and things to do. And the older you get, I just feel like the more you kind of like get into this routine and everything gets set in their ways. And sometimes you have to break out of that. Of like, oh yeah, we need to go somewhere new for date night or we need a vacation in a new spot and kind of get out of that a little bit. Uh, on a similar note on travel, want to travel at least once outside of the country. We already have a trip planned. We're going to see Bon Iver in Amsterdam and we want to make a longer trip out of it to do some touring around Europe. We're not exactly sure where uh, and for how long, probably like two weeks or something like that and then go visit a couple countries nearby. But we just want to make sure that that trip actually happens because uh, travel restrictions yeah. and vaccine requirements and yeah, which is why we're not really planning yeah. an out of state or out of country trip this year because of that. But we, we might go. Yeah, we'll I'm. See. I'm really hoping and praying that that'll be possible mm-hmm. and that they'll lift their restrictions um, and that things will finally, finally, finally go back to normal. Uh, but just yeah, that, yeah. I, like I really, really want that to happen, and so I'm just. If I can check that box, that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know we're going to, we've already gone to Big Bear once this year. We're, we're going to go somewhere for our anniversary probably. We have a, like other small trips planned mm-hmm. and like those will be easy, easy to do. Um, kind of already on the books, but I just want to make sure that we get out of the country once. Yeah. That's the goal. That's cool. Uh, okay. So Twitter, I'm trying to <laughs> make a move here and I've never like, I've, you know, people post stupid stuff like keep your head down, like stay quiet and just like do you and work hard. Like, <laughs> like I do that, but I just don't post about doing that. Yeah. That makes sense. Like I just don't care about social media. I don't care about people knowing my business. I know that I'm like making progress kind of thing. That's how mm-hmm. within my mindset. So I've just never felt the need to post about anything in my life. I just don't, I just don't care to, I feel like really from you, I know, I think having some kind of like network on Twitter would be really yes. valuable. And I, I've watched it be valuable for you. I've, I've just a lot, I feel like a lot of your business and your income really come from like your network on Twitter and just literally a hundred percent. of it. Yeah. And then like, I mean, just before this, this, uh, recording, I mean, you were talking about some stuff and you're like, Oh, let me, let me connect you with some guy on Twitter. You, you just like know everyone on Twitter. So I know it's important. Um, and I just, I really want to do it. I was, so I was on a podcast uh, last year that Corey introduced me to. And, um, from that podcast, like it's kind of funny how like more things came like mm-hmm. that helped me. So one thing I don't think I've been, announced it yet on this thing yet but we are adding on uh, photo boots for our rental company so we you know we do tables chairs lights dance floors all this kind of stuff now we have photo booths so we've added on more stuff and that idea came from that podcast which is super interesting i was on that podcast and the host of that podcast connected me with another guy that they had on their podcast mm-hmm. and this guy lives in long island he's like 24 or whatever he's my age whatever a little younger and he owns a photo booth company in long island and long story short we had a call we connected and i had all these ideas and he helped me out and boom now we're doing it so super small example of like how and that all came through twitter just like yeah. the connection and so it's one small thing that really Corey helped me out with and so i think it's important i just don't care i still i still like don't have the mm, to do it it's really weird and mm. so i don't know i i'm trying to do it and I just maybe you can help me but <laughs> like i know it's important i know i should do it i just it's takes so much in me to like post and to like care about that so yeah. i just i don't know so here's how i think about it. and also first of all I think it was a God thing that that all happened mm-hmm. because for whatever reason, after he reached out to me, like before he even had the podcast, 
I was like, I need to get Jeremy on this podcast too. Mm-hmm. And I just like made it happen. Yeah. And I know there's, there's been a couple times where I'm just like, I don't know why I felt so like so strongly about reaching out to that person or like making that connection. And then like, I see the fruits of it and I'm like, Whoa, that's, yeah. that's pretty crazy. That's pretty strange. Well, let me explain a little bit on the photo booth thing. So, um, the, the guy's business in Long Island, his business does, they just do photo booths and they do about $500,000 per year. So there's huge potential for that to be a huge part of our company. We're adding on, and I'm hoping that it'll do at least $100,000 in just photo booth rentals this year. That's like my ambitious goal. And so that's a huge add-on. And if you think about what we already do, like that's the margins on that are, will be so healthy and so yeah. good because we're adding on to our existing orders. And so like that is what came from this random thing, you know, that's huge, right? That came from just your connection. Yeah. And so on a similar note with Twitter, I think that the main value isn't, you know, boosting your ego or like getting followers or whatever it is like that. It's, it's really about the network that you build and not even, uh, it's about the people who know you and then the connections that you make through the people who, you know, because of that. Yeah. And it becomes like this web where then like one connection leads to another and you have a friend of a friend of a friend. And now there's a really cool opportunity in front of you. Um, a business partner or mm-hmm. a sales opportunity, a, a new business that you buy, uh, someone who helps you some, with something really critical yeah. on your business. Um, so I know you posted on there uh, that you want to like post five times a week or once. Yes, yeah, so and my goal, my goal this year would be to. So um, I had, I think I had like fifty followers before I was on that podcast, and then when I once I was on a podcast, like the end of the last year, that guy like basically the host of the show was like, here are the the 30 episodes we did this year and he posted about all of them. He said, go follow these people. Mm-hmm. So he made that little post and now I have like over 400 followers, which is crazy. <laughs> so like four people followed me just from him posting that. So I have, I think about like four or something. My goal is to get to 5,000 at the end of the year and to post at least five, five times per week. Mm-hmm. That's like my, but I can, need to like, can I make a suggestion? Yes. Okay. I would, I would change it completely. Do I like, wouldn't think about the followers okay. at all. Uh, and I wouldn't post on Twitter every day. Okay. I would do one thread a week, just one. I Taste. don't like threads. Like I don't even like reading them. Are they important? Doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, you should, because the the amount of information that you can convey in a thread is uh, like ten times more than ten individual tweets. You know, like mm-hmm. it's it's an order of magnitude more effective and being able to tell a story, communicate something, showcase something that you've done than even like. 10 tweets that could be a thread, but they're all stringed together in a a thread. And it's what makes it more effective because then it gets shared and it gets saved and it gets passed around to other people. And then people, people know like that's the main draw for why someone uh, will come to follow you is for more tweets like that. Even if it's not thread, but it's the thread usually that gets someone to follow you. And then when they follow you, then they're a person that knows you Mm -hmm. and connected with other people. Uh, But like that's, Especially if you want to, with the outcome in mind of gaining followers, threads are the most effective way of doing that. So you're saying just do one thread per week and don't worry about the the end goal of how many followers? Mm -mm. Just do one thread per week. And I would say instead of posting five times a week, reply reply to someone once a day. Make but a say list. what? Like I've done a couple of times, but it's kind of like, I, I don't know what this, it, without it being like corny. It doesn't matter. And, okay. Yeah. Um, the three things I always tell people are ask a question for like clarifying, especially on a thread, you can just point out like one 
one tweet in the thread. You can ask a question based on that and just like ask for something clarifying or, or interesting. Uh, just do something kind of like a dumb emoji response, like little fire emojis or like laughing emojis or 100 emojis, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, or uh, like tag someone else hmm. and you could tag me, you could tag someone else, but like that will also come to the top. And yeah. the, basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to uh, make yourself more visible to the person that you're interacting with and to all the people who are interacting with that, that person mm -hmm. too, because you have a comment, you're sort of piggybacking off of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I need to do it. I know it's important. I just had never done it. I'll just do it one a week. It takes, yeah. take an hour on a Friday morning mm -hmm. and just like think about an interesting story, experience, lesson, uh, thing that you often talk about with yeah. people, uh, and then just write out a thread. Well, I had one I was thinking about of doing, which I think would be good. I, I thought of like, and it, I, it helped me, it helped me tag people. So I was going to like say something about like last year, uh, I was thinking how to expand for this year and you connected me with next gen, Nate, Connor and whatever hooked me up with Zach. And out story. of that we made this. And so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, like but besides that, I have no idea. So that's, that's one thread. Now what? Well, you, I think that's why I don't, I'm not excited about it. Cause it seems like another task to do, like another thing to think about. I'm just kind of like, yeah. ah, well, it's a muscle you have to build on like the ideation about what do you post about? Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's, that's the easy part. I mean, it's the curse of knowledge, right? Because, because it's you and because you know it, then you have this like huge reservoir of experiences and lessons and, and stories that you're blind to because they're in the past. But if someone asks you a question, know, yeah. then you surface it and that's like, Oh yeah, I should talk about that thing. Or that is an interesting story. And you just have to sit down and do it. Um, yeah. And just like write down a bunch of crazy, wacky, dumb ideas. And then you'll find the really good ones, you know, okay. within there. All right. So I was at a I wedding, a wedding on Sunday and this, um, Evan Kiefer came up to me. He was like, Hey, he was like, you look like the guy that I'd play golf. Do you uh, <laughs> want to buy uh, like a nice thing of like a bag of clubs? I said, son, <laughs> so I don't golf. I'm on Twitter though. Cause that's a new golf. That's what I told Twitter's him. Twitter's a new golf, baby. That's right. That's where and the, I gave you credit. That's where the magic happens. <laughs> I love it. One of my, one of my last personal goals, um, is to get in the best shape of my life personally. And you are on the way, my man. Well, thank Looking you. sharp. Really? Yeah. Monique's been teasing me because the last couple months I've been saying it's bulking season, which it is <laughs> because that's kind of, you know, the method I'm, that I'm doing. I'm trying to do a lot more weightlifting and have a calorie uh, uh, surplus, have a lot of protein, and really focus on building muscle. Mm -hmm. And then I've, I've told her that, you know, like April is then I'll, I'll start. It'll be a cutting season then after that. And then I'll focus more on eating, eating a lot cleaner and uh, cutting some of the fat, but I really want to, I've, I sort of have, I don't know, like a couple of goals, like within there. Um, like I want to be able to dunk finally. Really? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, About damn time. Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've been so close forever. Oh, I could dunk a volleyball at one point. I just could never do a basketball, but this is the first time I'm also like actually working my legs seriously and really putting a lot into that. So that's like the sub goal in there. You're like 10 years too late, 15 I years know. too late, but <laughs> it's all good. Uh, but then I'm going to show up to the gym one day and I'm going to dunk on someone. It's going to feel so good. Where did that if come you from? dunk on me, Corey, I'll have oh, so much respect for you. If it was you, you that would just you make would it love even it. more magical. Oh my gosh. Well, Corey, you can suck it because you will not dunk on me. <laughs> I'll take out your legs. <laughs> Here comes Corey. <laughs> Trip you. 
Oh man. Break your leg, tibia. Tibia. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, I didn't write. This is not like a tangible goal, but uh, this year, me and Connie just been talking about like really want to be intentional with our money and our time and our and mm. our relationships. So like people we spend time with and. I feel like in these areas of life, we've always done pretty good at, especially the last couple of years. But um, I don't, I wouldn't say we're like focused. We kind of just like mm. overall do good. But I really want to be just very like focused and intentional with all those things. So, um, all right. So on to business. So I don't think I've ever like talked about revenue for our company, but I'm going to. Me and Connie talked about it. And we're you okay. haven't? I've never shared numbers ever. What? With you, I have. And like my close people, I don't like share on the podcast. Huh. And I thought you did on the year of you maybe. Mm-mm. No, I think I was going to, and I never did. So, I don't know. We we just feel like for us, like with money, we're not. We don't want to be worried about money. We want people to like. We want to be transparent. I really just, hate that it's kind of like a yeah, it's a weird a thing, pop. and we just it's not it shouldn't be that way. So yeah. anyway, let's share about it. So, um, last year our business was we had like a record year. We did five hundred twenty five thousand dollars, and when we started, um, in that's 20, in revenue. In revenue, yeah. I think people. A lot of people listening might not know. Think just, Jeremy made five hundred thousand. No, yeah, no, the that business, is top yeah. line revenue. Businesses have a lot of expenses. Correct. Even like when I share my numbers, that is not what I'm taking out at mm-hmm. the end of the day. I wish it was, but it's not <laughs> not at all the case. But just want that's yeah. top line revenue. Correct. So when we started in 2018, um, I think before we when we took over the highest year they had ever had, and, and I think they had been in business for like five years, uh, was a hundred and like nineteen thousand. It was like the highest year. Um, we took over in August of 2018 from 20, uh, and from August to December, we did, we did 84,000. So that's what we started off in like four months. So we were like, Oh my gosh, like this is a great business. We're super excited. Um, but it's been funny to like to watch the growth because in 2019 we did, uh, I think we did like 250 and it was like, at that time it was like life changing money. We were like so excited because our business runs at about roughly like 70% gross margin. So it has pretty good margins. Um, so we did that in 2019. And then for 2020, our goal initially was, I think, to do like 350, but we did, I think we ended up doing like 140, which is crazy, COVID. crazy yeah. regression because of COVID. So last year, I had no idea what to expect, and we did half a million dollars. So it was amazing and super <laughs> awesome, um, but it was crazy busy, but we grew a lot, and it was, and it was great. All to say, so this year, our goal is to do 700,000. So that's my goal. I think it's, I think it's like a kind of a stretch, but also achievable, so... I think so. I think we'll do it. I, I really mean, if do. you repeat last year and you do a little bit better mm-hmm. and you add on photo booths. Yeah. I, I, and that's my goal. Like, we'll see what happens. I think in the past, I've kind of set like two like timid of goals. And so yeah. like, in terms of revenue, so we might come a little short, but I think it's a good one and we'll see. So that's nuts. That, um, yeah, that's that one. So I'm super excited about that. It's yeah. It's but crazy we'll to think about where it came from yeah. and three years ago, taking over mm-hmm. and thinking about the numbers and, mm-hmm. How are you thinking about it? Yeah, it was weird. When I first started, I I kept my job at Le Bon's for the first few months. Cause I, was yeah. like, I don't know if I'm making enough money. And yeah. it's crazy how like after a few months, that's okay. I have to quit. I have to yeah. go all in on this. You have to. So, But I don't want to get much bigger. I really don't. So I think hmm. I don't, we'll see, but I feel like, you know, you know me, <laughs> I would probably change, but I feel like this is probably the sweet spot. Right around, he probably between like 700 to a million is probably like the, the max. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to get much bigger. I just don't. I, I want to have other companies instead. I do like multiple small things. There's an, yeah, there's an interesting kind of inflection point where then the gross margin goes way down mm-hmm. and the revenue goes way up. But then it's like you're, you lose some quality of life exactly. or, you know, I don't know. There's trade-offs, right? Neither are bad, but it's just 
Well, yeah, we, we just we really want to provide like good jobs too, and right. So I think as Sherry, we hired an operations manager, and so we're, we're paying them we're paying them a good salary. And I think like around the around these numbers, we can afford like Connie and I can continue to live the way we want to live. I think we can pay um, a manager, and I can and we have another guy that we also can pay fairly fairly well as well. And so I think we can take care of a couple people and um, do it really well for them. And then um, I don't know that's kind of what I want to do, just like take care of people in that yeah. in that way. And then start other companies that can, you know, do other stuff. So mm-hmm. that's the goal. I love it. Uh, my number is 250. That's the that's the goal for top line revenue. And you, what was for you or for um, swipe files? Um, for me, for like all the things. Okay. And last year was like 200. 200. Yeah. Ish. Um. <clears throat> yeah. The way I kind of back into that number, there's consulting with SavvyCal. There's swipe files. There's um, kind of other like random consulting stuff that comes up. Um, and then there's the job board, which I reacquired. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know if I talked about that. I think I did. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the job board will have featured posts, but then I'll also have um, for this talent collective that I have, if a company makes an intro to a marketer that I facilitate that intro and then they end up hiring that person, then we charge a 5% first year salary sourcing fee. Hmm which, you know, on average is probably going to be around three to $4,000. So even if I can do, you know, six of those in the year, that'd be amazing. Yeah. That'd be a huge win. Uh, so like another, you know, revenue stream mm-hmm. in there. Swipe files, uh, memberships. There's also the Swipe files sponsors, uh, which I'm hoping to, I think that's a golden idea. That's good. Yeah. It's, the goal is to double that. For, so you have five, for right? Five. Yeah. And that it makes how much? 50,000. So crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a huge blessing. Just to, I mean, explain what that is. People understand. Basically, they, they sponsor um, the Swy Files newsletter and community. So their logos show up. So Corey sends out an email and their logos like on yeah. that thread, essentially. So there's a certain number of like deliverables, quote unquote, but it's a certain number of emails and placements within the Swy Files. Everything that I like send out, yeah. all the content that I create where they so are crazy. also there. For the whole year. Did HRS give you a free account? No. I should ask for one, for yeah. one though. Uh, I already have an account through another gig, but yeah. I should ask for one. That'd be nice. Um, but yeah, so between all of those, that's kind of the number that I want to hit. Uh, also, kind of derivative of that, I want to hit 30,000 Twitter followers. Right now, I'm almost at 16. And I also want to hit 15,000 newsletter subscribers. They said don't set a number. Don't set... Well, for me, I yeah, I want to I want to hit a number. You got some traction, okay? <laughs> yeah. And a- because a- I have a system. A- I'm not gonna hit five thousand. That's what he's trying to tell me. Well, maybe, maybe not. But yeah. I just think like your your input uh, that that's an output. That's a result, right? Yeah. I think you. I, I hear, you have to I hear focus you. on the input. Yeah. Um, to me, it's like I need to hit this number with the input that I'm already doing. If I don't, then I'm doing something wrong. So that's like the goal that I'm stretching towards with my current inputs. Uh, 15,000 newsletter subscribers. It's basically doubling all the like audience growth mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and those are kind of like the top one, top line ones for me. Cool. Um, so, so for the wonder events, I, but another goal that I had was to give it about, I really want to do about 20 hours per week on it. And the rest I want to put towards uh, our staging company and then just other ideas that I have. So 20 hours per week on wonder events 
And then another goal that I, I've always like wanted to do, I've always just been so busy like in the weeds working, but uh, this is a theory. I really just want to like improve everything, automate, streamline, just to kind of document all that I do and just make it as most like efficient as I can. And I think once I do that, I will be able to work 20 hours a week just on it alone. So mm-hmm. that'd be amazing. That, that's been like the reason why we, why I bought the company was I, I wanted a business and I've last year I kind of got there, but I was still really in it. And if, anyway, I think this is the year I'm, I'm really like entering into that. So I'm super, I mean, last year you it. finally transitioned out of like going to, jobs yeah, on the weekend. exactly. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, I haven't been to the warehouse in two months or I went today for the first time. And so, um, like that's, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, if I can, if I can just go this year without having to work events like that, that's a huge win. So mm-hmm. and I think the next step will be like almost completely removed from it towards someone's really running it, but we'll see if we, if we get there, but that's like the long term idea. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I have another goal, which is to launch three revenue-generating SaaS products. Um, which means, yeah. So, so three software products essentially. I've had an interesting last month-ish. I've been working with someone for the last like year-ish on a SaaS idea, uh, like basically like a little you know startup side project. Um, we're good friends. Still really good friends, but he's not continuing mm-hmm. with me on this idea. Uh, basically, for his own personal reasons, I don't fault him at all. I think it was the right decision. I sort of suspected that that would end up happening anyways. Uh, but when that happened, there was a lot of existential questions yeah. and um, kind of crisis of just like, you know, having to process, well, where do I go from here? And like, that, that's always been my end game is to get into SaaS, start a SaaS uh, startup with a partner. Um, and then I was like, you know, a false start of a year, kind of mm-hmm. not down the drain, but I mean, you guys spent a lot of time on it. Yeah, we spent a lot of time. We learned a lot. We had a lot of fun, but ultimately, we had nothing to show for. And Are you guys stopping a podcast? No. Okay, cool. That's separate, right? Yeah, and we're still good friends, and still serves that purpose. Um, so through uh, Twitter network and friends and connections, uh, I've gotten connected with a lot of other potential technical partners who would build a SaaS product with me. And um, basically what I did was I wrote a Notion doc that just was like, here's the person I'm looking for. Here's who I am. Here's some rough ideas that I have. Here's how I like to work. If this is interesting. You shared that? Yeah. I said, no, I said, pass this along to someone who might be interested. And then I sent it out to friends and people who I thought may be well connected to someone like that. Um, And it resulted in a lot of really good connections. Of course it did. (laughs) So, um, I've had a couple calls with a few people, all are really, uh, positive and promising. I'm actually like one guy was so stoked to start working something like he's already coding something right now. Wow. Um, yeah. Same idea or something different? Something different. Um, so basically, so step two, like step one was, um, write the notion doc, share it with some people, see if I can make some connections. Um, step two was meet the people, see if I like them, see if there's good, like, Dude, it's really hard finding one, like the right person with the right skills, but also is like in the right time of mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Um, just between like their work situation and family and uh, and personal goals and ambitions. Um, but also who is someone who's like easy to work with. Yeah, and like you guys get and, along and right. see, see eye to eye. Yeah. Has integrity and yeah. uh, has like the same vision for what it, it could turn into. Um so I was like, you know, it's it's a lot to really ask for and pursue to try to find like 
a partner partner right away. It's basically like going on one date and then getting married to someone. Yeah. And I just didn't want to do that. So then I kind of figured out like, well, here's how I'll position it. I'll say, I don't want to just like pick someone and, and not pick a bunch of other people and then potentially choose the wrong person. Or, uh, it also depends on, you know, what they're interested in and what types of ideas are exciting and within their kind of circle of competence of the thing that they can build. And so I want to keep all my options open. So I framed it as, Hey, let's just test the waters. Let's see if we work well together. If we like each other, if this idea even has legs, um, let's pick something that we can do in three months part-time and, uh, I'll do all the marketing, the branding, the promotion sales, you do all the product and customer support. And, uh, and so I'm going to do a couple of those with a couple of different partners. And if they turn into something great, if they don't also great, uh, we can go separate ways. We can sell it. We can make it free. We can shut it down. doesn't really matter. It's not really the point. It's more just, let's just get something out the door and give this a test. So my goal is to launch three of those this year. Why three? Do you have three ideas or just? Yeah, I have three solid ideas and at least three people that I think are pretty promising. Um, but also I want to launch three revenue generating products. Mm -hmm. So not just free. I also like, I don't want to launch something that just flops. So if an idea is flop does flop and no one pays for it and there's really no promise there, I want to launch another one. I want like mm -hmm. three semi promising yeah. ideas that are generating re revenue. Yeah. That's rad. I like that a lot. It's really exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually like, I'm really, really, really mm -hmm. pumped and, uh, like reinvigorated and yeah, really excited about That's it. Cool. I like that a lot. Um, all right. Let's see here. Oh, uh, I, I probably can or shouldn't like disclose revenue, but for our staging company, we set a goal that's basically double what we did last year. Mm -hmm. So, I that's one thing I really want to work on. Mm -hmm. We have some ideas for for the staging company, which I, I'm really excited about. But one of them is doing like a giveaway. So, I mean, really anyone like listening to this podcast right now or real estate agents or investors or anyone. So anyone that refers us to someone that's selling their home and needs, needs to have it staged. And if they refer us and if we get the job, then we basically put that name in a raffle. And at the end of the year, we're going to we're going to give away like a, like a gift. Basically, we're not sure in the final details. Basically, it's going to be like a vacation for a family of four. Hmm. So we're thinking of like a couple nights stay at like the Disneyland resort or maybe we'll send them somewhere else, but we're going to do some kind of, I mean, it's probably going to be like a value of like three to five grand. I'm guessing of like yeah. a giveaway. So, um, you guys did something like that at the bonds, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why I had the idea, yeah. but I'm excited about, cause I like cause anyone can do it. So mm -hmm. like if you Corey refers to, you know, your mom who's selling her house and we, whatever, then you're not, you and me in that drawing. So yeah. it's like an anyone, entry. anyone can be in it. Not just, yeah. not just people in real estate. So I'm excited about that. I think that'll help growth. Um, we did some things in December. We went out and again from Le Bon, same idea, but we gave out wrapping paper <laughs> as like a little holiday gift, which seems super random, but people love it. Because <laughs> um, most of the time, like at offices like that, the people, you know, vendors come by and give them like treats and cookies and candy and yeah. so, or wine or stuff like that. And so we did wrapping paper because it's kind of, it's different, but it's practical. It's useful, anyway, yeah. we did that and uh, we got two jobs from it. So wow. that came in January, which is really cool. And, <laughs> I love that. and one of them, uh, literally like the next week booked us and he was like, Hey, like, and I thought of you cause they're out paper, you know, cause we go to their office and you give them Crazy. a gift and you talk with them for like 30 minutes to an hour. And so, um, me and Ty did that. We spent like a whole day doing it. Um, so it's a lot of time, but it's totally worth it. And, um, yeah, so I want, anyway, I want to do a lot more like that this year to spend time, like meeting with people and taking people out and just investing in it. So I'm really excited about that company as well. Um, write a, th a thread about that. 
Oh, about the See, wrap paper? Gotta, yeah, you just kind of brainstorm. Let me write that down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we should sit down after this and go through some ideas. Um, and then I'll just do my last one while I'm here. And sure. so have that one. Another one I really want to, um, I think I want to buy another business this year. So I've really, um, go. I'm trying to decide, like I, I think I shared, but we have obviously our, our business, we have staging and we have our we own our home. We have a couple other like we have two other small like, real estate things going on as well. But I'm trying to figure out if I want to buy another business or if I want to. I kind of want to buy. Uh, ideally, I like to buy another business and buy another property. So I, I'm mm-hmm. I've been thinking of like our son, and I I would like to have an investment that's like just for him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a way to like I don't know fund all this stuff or his inheritance or just something for him. And so I'm not sure what that looks like. But whether it's like a small out of state property or it's a property here or maybe we buy a property here and all of our kids, you know, share with it. I'm not really sure yet. Mm. Um, but I, I would like some kind of, I want to start thinking about like the future and things for them, you know, because yeah. kids are expensive. And so <laughs> I've been thinking about, and I, and I just want to help him. Like if, you know, if he yeah. wants to start his own business or whatever he wants to do, like want to help him like do that. And yeah, so, so I've also rad. thought like, it'd be so cool to say like, we bought a business that was like in, a, in some way like gifted to him in the future. Like hmm. to him be able to grow up and see that business, like it's going to make him want to be in business. Like I don't, I don't want my kids yeah. to go have a job and I want them to like want to be like entrepreneurial and want to be in business. And so I think if I can like help them see the benefits of, benefits of that, I may, may make them want to do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I also can't like enforce like my way of thinking on my mm-hmm. kids, you know, because maybe yeah. they're, maybe they'd be way different. I don't know. Maybe they'll really like a job and just be a normal human. Yeah. <laughs> like us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but on the business thing, I'm not just like saying that randomly. So actually I have one that I'm like, that I probably, I could have done already if I wanted to, but I decided not to mainly because of having a baby, but also really want to focus on staging this year. But, um, it's, it's a pool route, which is super random, yeah. but, um, I, I know I've talked about it, but, um, I, I met a guy and I, I did a ride along with him in December and we're talking and long story short, the guy really likes me and he wants to sell, sell me his business. So, the rough plan right now is like end of end of the year, November, December. So, um, yeah. So nothing's in solid. I it could happen or it could not happen. But I thought, you know, like, why not talk about it? So it doesn't yeah. have any harm. So we'll see what happens. But until we do that, the goal is to get staging where we want it. So hmm. that's, that's going to be the main focus this year. So I'm really excited dude, for all things like business. I feel like everything's like I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing. Yeah. It feels like I'm walking. It's happening, man. So I'm super grateful and excited for it all. It's so. crazy. Uh, my last goal, and actually I sort of alluded to it, but it's another sort of revenue stream for swipe files. And part of that overall revenue goal is to write a book. Um, I saw that. It's awesome. (laughs) Uh, not like your like big idea, atomic habits kind of book. Um, basically like a very practical book on early stage SaaS marketing, um, encapsulating everything that I know and have learned and experienced thus far through, you know, cordial, barometrics, savvy cal, friends, friends of friends, um, through the courses I've created through Swipe Files, all my newsletter editions, like Twitter, I already have so I already have the whole thing written. I just need to hmm. assemble it yeah. and and edit it and uh and structure it basically and you know, hmm. have it be like a very practical step by step, here's how here's how this works, here's how I can do it and, and play it for your business. Hmm. Um so I'm right now I'm kind of like putting together the table of contents. There's actually a really interesting this guy named Rob Fitz uh what's Fitzpatrick? Yeah, Rob Fitzpatrick. He wrote a book called The Mom Test, like five or six years ago. Now it does like ten grand a month in revenue. Hmm. When it first launched it, it did like basically nothing. Hmm. The books are very like yeah. evergreen uh like assets and products. 
and they're very like recommendable and it's a easy purchase, but they're broadly applicable. Um, it's not really about that. It's more just like, I think that I need to eventually, it's just, I have the newsletter, I have the, the courses, I have the community. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's another thing. That so it's basically just like tying together all of your, the stuff, all of your content. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. When do you want to have it done by? I want to have it. Uh, I think I want to have it written and taking pre-sales by the end of the year. What will it, will it cost to write? Uh, nothing. Zero. I'm going to write it. I mean, publishing and prints and all that stuff. Okay. So this guy, Rob Fitz, he has a very um, opinionated way of writing business books because he's had success now with three books. He's working on a fourth one um, of like how you structure it, how you write it, writing a short, practical, calls it a recommendable book. Um, What does that mean? A hundred pages? Like two to three hour read. So normally like 30 to 40,000 words. Which is how many pages? Oh, I don't know. Like, yeah, like two to 300 pages ish. Um, most business books are, are longer. They're about 50 to 60,000 words, like twice as long ish. Um, and he's also very opinionated about self publishing. And, um, hmm. so it's, it's the same thing as like putting up a course or selling, um, a PDF, except it's a book. Most of the sales come through Kindle. Um, that makes life easy. But if you do want a hardcover, then there are services you can work, you can work with that, you know, if you sell your book for 20 bucks, it'll like cost four bucks and then about, you know, three to four bucks to, to ship. So you're looking at like a 50% margin ish. Um, but I would expect 75% plus to come through Kindle and digital downloads. Mm-hmm. Um, I also introduces more a way to like upsell into the Swipe House membership and like generally grow my audience. And Dude, that's so cool. Yeah. So it has a lot of like other downstream rewards and, and effects, but, uh, yeah. So anyways, I, th- I think the only real like cost will be, I do want to ha- have an editor go through once. Um, that might cost like a thousand or 2000. Obviously it'll be like book design and cover and formatting. That'll probably be like another thousand, 2000. Otherwise that's it. Those are the only costs associated with so writing and five launching. grand probably. Yeah. Four grand all in. We'll just say, um, so I want to have it written and then like starting to take pre-sales and then like launch around this time next year. Dude, I love it. How do you um how do you decide like what to work on? Like what, I'm not saying like the huh. book specifically, but Wait all all these things cuz you have the oh, man. Yeah, I mean the consulting, your personal stuff, your three SASs, the book. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, what do you how do you do that? I've kind of revamped uh my my system. I'm, I'm back in Notion fully. Okay. I I was about to get out, so tell me why I should really? get back in. Yeah, I'm 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 back to my first love. Uh <laughs> Notion Notion is really, really flexible, but also I've kind of created some really simple rules around um, using the Eisenhower matrix. You know the Eisenhower matrix? Mm. Okay, it's uh, basically like there's there's urgent and then there's important, and you give each task a level of one to two urgency and importance. And so then you have like these this quadrant, this matrix of really important, really urgent, you know, not urgent, important, S- not important. If urgent. you tag your thing, it, it automatically puts it where it belongs. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So you just built that basically. Yeah. So I just built Can that. I see it? Uh-huh. it. Yeah. So day to day I have, um, basically like this list of, uh, of projects and then of tasks associated with those projects. And I also have certain days that I normally work on certain things, but for example, like these are all, screen, you? yeah, you don't mind. I have a list of, these are all the most important and urgent tasks in front of me 
today. It's funny because right now we're looking at like half of these things are not business related. They're just like personal mm -hmm. chores I need to do. But then I have actions, which are tasks associated with each project that I'm working on. And the most urgent and important ones are automatically at the top. So this is like the next thing up in the queue that I need to work on. Okay. Huh. That's really cool. Oh yeah. I'm also working on a cohort based course with another partner. Is there like no way to market like in progress kind of thing? Um, I, I don't use that status just because it's not useful to me personally. Mm -hmm. I might introduce it later, but like, if it's if that's the thing that I'm working on, I know that I'm working on that thing. Yeah. Um, now you, what do you do if you're like out and about and you have an idea you want to add to one of these lists? Uh, open up my app, my Notion. You do it on your phone. phone. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a pain. The app. It's gotten a lot faster. Has it used I haven't to be used it in a long time. Horrible. Yeah, yeah. It was horrible. It felt like so you were on slow. like a like a web page on like your phone. Yeah. So. It was like amazing, and then I got really really slow, and now it's amazing again. Okay. All right. Well, maybe I'll, I've been I've been using it for some things. It's been helpful, but I cool. like that a lot. Yeah. That's how you do it. And how do you go about picking what to do? Do you have certain days you do like personal items and then advocate or is it every week different? How does that look for Wednesdays you? are all my meetings days. For all things combined? Yeah, for everything. Just like, well, 90% of my meetings fall on, on Wednesdays. I have some meetings on Mondays and or like mm -hmm. if a Wednesday doesn't work for someone, I'll, you know, I had a meeting this morning. I have another one tomorrow morning, and but it's just like one a day in that day. Um, but I try to work on my own stuff and like the most important stuff early in the week. So if I'm like creating content, that's normally front loaded on like a Monday or a Tuesday. So if I'm writing newsletter content, which is what I'm really focused on right now for Swipe Files, I do that mostly on Monday and Tuesdays. And then Thursday, Friday is like everything else. Um, Savikel, other projects, uh, planning, you know, knocking out these small things, small chores. Um, so it's, what, it's Wednesdays, been a, a really big learning experience, learning how to ignore a lot of small things that don't matter that much, or at least like delay them, put them off. Dude, my inbox is absolute trash across like my three different inboxes that I have right now. Dude, my personal one is horrible. My it's, business one I keep really good, but it it drives me nuts. But I have to be okay with that, otherwise I don't get real work well, done. Yeah, I, I hear you. I really do. And so like this is the product of that now. Is like hmm. this is the source of truth. It's not my inbox. My inbox, dude, you know, I leave people hanging for weeks on end and it's like, sorry, but like mm -hmm. I have work to do. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been it's kind of funny. Connie has been on like the whole, like one thing kick again. So, mm. um, like this week she was like, okay, every day I'm going to pick my one thing I'm going to do. And for her, it's, it's different. Hers is like do laundry or it's like cook breakfast, lunch and dinner, you know, just different things that she's trying to figure out her routine. But it's funny how much that it really works. Like the framework oh, yeah. of just to pick one thing I, that you really that need too. to get done. And it's funny. She's like loving it. She was like asking me questions about it. And she was telling her dad about it on the phone last night. And I was kind of reminding myself like, yeah, that, it really works. Like when I read that book, I was like, so like amped on it. Um, Especially now just having a lot of, a lot of irons in the fire. Uh, the question of, it's not just like, what's the one thing that's most important. It's what's the one thing that if you do that one thing, everything else becomes easier mm -hmm. or relevant. Yeah. That's like the key part of it. Mm -hmm. So for everything, I look at this list even now and I'm like, is this really important? Do I actually need to do this thing? Uh, and or is there something else that would make this easier mm -hmm. or, uh, or irrelevant altogether and I can cross it off yeah. or, or scratch it off. Um, but also I just, I have to be ruthless about what are the things that I am working mm -hmm. on and only choosing the ones that I actually want to do feel confident will push me and the business forward and they'll be like profitable long-term and like cutting out 
yeah. everything else. Yeah, I did something similar, not as like fancy as yours, which seems about right. But I did. <laughs> I basically like every couple months I'll do like a, I think it's called like a brain dump, whatever yeah. is the term. Mm-hmm. But I'll just like write everything out. And I've been I do it on Notion, and I'll just put all in one like one column of every thought that I have, just like thing I want to get done, mm-hmm. personal, business, like find everything. And then I'll go through and I'll like tag each one. Like, was it personal? Is it business? Which business is it? What's the priority? I do all these things, and then I like basically schedule all of it. So I have like all my whatever and it's been very helpful to me so that's always helpful um when i don't do that i find myself just like caught up in i kind of i basically just staying busy Mm -hmm. um but once i make that list my for me i look at like which which one of these generates the most revenue that's how i look at it yeah and at least for business stuff and that's what i do first i don't really look so much at like the best like system i look at like what makes the most money and do that i'm I'm not trying to give myself more work like i just what is the most important most impactful thing Mm -hmm. i like i only want to do those things yeah Absolutely. Wow. I think that's it. I had one more I wrote down. Uh, I wanted to read a like tax strategy book. I think I'm there. <laughs> so <laughs> trying to get my, yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, is that because of tax season's coming up and yeah, or is it like related to anything in particular? I mean, well, I know. I mean, just, I just got, I mean, we have a couple of businesses now. We have an LLC. We have our S Corp. Yeah. We have, we own a home. We own two other properties. We have a kid now. We have multiple business vehicles. We just, we bought two cars last year. We have these like we have stuff happening. So yeah. like, if I I need to understand how this all works and do it that way. So that's kind of the reason why. Well, once you know, let me know. And yeah, no, I mean, share I, I, uh, with me. we have a tax guy, but I just feel like after I meet with tax guys, they walk me all they, they walk through everything with me, and they make you feel stupid. They're like, you see, this is what I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes no sense. Like, yeah, I basically like follow their leads. I want to like kind of be more in, the, in like the driver's seat, really understand it. Yeah, and I think with how we've set things up to where I'm working less now, like out, I'm here more at home. Like I have time to do all of these things. So mm-hmm. there's a couple, uh, co- a couple of Twitter guys who should follow, um, me up, on tax stuff. Make a connection. At me. That's so like, <laughs> hey, if you listen ago. to this, go follow me on Twitter. Uh, my name is, I don't even know my name. It's probably it's just Jeremy LeBon. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Jamie you managed LeBon. to just get the full name. That's my I've name. Got Corey Haynes co. Nice. There's another, another guy named Corey Haynes who's a developer and mm. entrepreneur. Wow. And I was like, okay, so I'm never getting my Twitter handle yeah. or my coreheens.com yeah. unless he like dies or something. Yeah. I hope not, but <laughs> it's unfortunate <laughs> for me. Beautiful. Um, all right, dude, anything else you want to add? No, that's it. 2022 goals and plans. Um, encourage all of you guys to go through the same process and really just think mm-hmm. about, you know, what do you want to do this year? Um, how are you thinking about it? What are the priorities? Uh, we talked before how we try not to be too like dogmatic about resolutions and goals and how everything needs to be sort of in context and in balance. But uh, let us know what you thought. Thanks for listening. If you can drop into Spotify or Apple, leave us a review. That'd be huge. Share the podcast with a friend. If you haven't already, I don't know how you would uh, or would not be subscribed already. But if you're not, please do subscribe. And we'll see you in the next one. 